Hello and welcome to Teenagers Untangled, the audio hug for parents going through the teenage years. I'm Rachel Richards, parenting coach, mother of two teenagers and two bonus daughters. Hi there, I'm Susie Asley, mindfulness coach, mindful therapist, musician and mother of three teenagers, two of them are twins. Now Susie, would you say that you're sporty? No, I mean at school I wasn't sporty at all. I was with my uh, good friend, we were the ones hiding in the lockers going, <laughs> I don't want to go to gym. Miss, I've got my period. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but the two, it's kind of ironic, the two of us now probably do more exercise than any of the others. Um, wow, so really? That is very interesting. linked or just a total coincidence. But So I wasn't sporty at school, but um, I do a lot of exercise now. Ah, well, Nicola contacted us because she wants to encourage her teen daughter, who's 12, to exercise more. I love this request because it's one of the areas that I feel really uh, that I'm not doing the best job mm. in and I worry about it all the time. Yeah. And, and I'll explain more why later, right. but it is something that vexes me. And mm. and it's very interesting to hear you say that you now exercise more. Yes. So it's not all, all hope yeah, is not I'm lost. I'm curious about <clears throat> your, your thoughts around that. Right. So before we go on, let's have a quick talk about nuggets and and we've kind of been worrying about the same things this mm. week haven't we we've been thinking about what's been um the, the some of the terrible events that have been unfolding around the world and i think it's hard for us but for our teenagers when it's really their first uh, i mean we, we've had what's gone on in ukraine but for a lot of teenagers seeing what's been going on in israel mm. uh is is extremely upsetting yes and there's a lot of graphic information coming out and and people taking very strong sides. Yes. And and I think what what I'm trying to do with my kids uh, who ask me about stories mm. is I say, OK, so rather than just talking about the story, I talk about where they got the story from. Mm. What's your source? Where are the facts? Which bits are opinion and which are facts? Mm. And when you're listening to it, who's saying this? Yeah. Because I'd rather use this as an opportunity to try and get them to think about the sorts of sides people take, why they form the opinions they have mm. and where they might be able to get some peace. Because this is an intractable problem. Mm. I, I can't see where the peace comes from no, in, in Israel. It's horrific. It's but I do, I do think it's really worth it. So, because when I was a BBC correspondent, one of the things that we were told was mm. that if you are going to share information, it needs to have come from at least two, if not three, credible sources. Yeah. And so you can get two strong sources where you can verify that those people are going to be telling the truth, mm. or you can get a third source which is is not as credible, mm. but you're getting the same information, and then you can say, okay, mm. I, I, it's safe to share. So as an example, the New York Times wrote a headline talking about Israeli airstrikes on a Gaza hospital. And shortly after that, the Israelis then said, well, that wasn't us. That actually came from within Gaza and we have evidence. And then the New York Times changed its headline. And the point being that this news is unfolding so quickly mm. and even the you know reliable institutions aren't necessarily giving you, well, they're not holding back. And that's yeah. actually really inflammatory. And it's really important. I think that's a brilliant point. And it's really important that our teens, well, that we all learn, but <laughs> we're trying to teach our teens that they learn that, you know, there isn't really anything so 
any such thing as the truth. Um, and they teach yes. this in history. Um, I remember learning this years ago. But, you know, it's a truth and there are many truths. And I think that idea that you have to have two or three veritable sources is brilliant because that's a that can be used in life as well, can't it? You yes. know, just not believing everything you hear or everything you see. And an amazing lesson in empathy. Yes. That we can learn. There are, there are always two sides, three sides, four sides, five sides. Um, and what are they? And can we be really, you know, can we step back and look at all of it? Mm. And and talking to our teens about these subjects. I mean, I think it's really important as well to consider our particular teens as in everything, because I have three kids and they approach news in general in really differently, like one of them's not particularly interested and 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 you know i sort of wondered is it really important that they know about it you know is that something i should be i should be you know imparting and making them up to date but um i'm not sure i'm not sure that that is is necessary it's it's an interesting topic whereas it was the others are like they want to know or they they hear bits and they you know it comes up in discussion um yeah picking picking just like seeing your kid and seeing what what do they need to know mm. is, is actually really important because it can be so upsetting and i've moved on from trying to get my kids to because i used to listen to the today program which mm. is the flagship news program yeah. in the uk from the bbc yeah. um you know every morning yeah. but i've moved on from that because yeah. actually do we really want to hear blow by no. blow accounts and i get them to read the week which is yeah. a, more of a sort of summary of yeah. what's been going on that's uh, distilled yeah. and the economist or yeah. or you know publications that are thinking about this stuff and reflecting mm. rather than just doling out news yeah. without a real filter it or gets, their own filter. Yeah, it gets really into our psyche and, and sometimes that's really important. I think it's really important to stay up to date and I can, I know I have done in the past, get stuck in this because you, you, it's so negative. You mm. get stuck in it and it's really hard to get out and I don't think that's a great example for, for our kids, you know, teaching them to be informed, dip in and out and then, you know, if you can, leave it. But and this is a great example because it's well, it's not a great example. It is heartbreaking, but it's um, it's a it's really important how we tackle it. Um, one of my daughters is very, very interested in mm. what's going on. And when I was dropping her off just this week, she said to me, so what do you think of the latest thing? Mm. And I turned to her and I said, you know what? I don't know, because I haven't been I haven't been reading it mm. uh, the last couple of days. Mm. And she looked at me askance because, of course, my background yes. news. And I said, I'm giving myself a break Yeah, because I'm not in the right frame of mind no. to be absorbing this there's only so much I want to take mm. on and I want to get my kids to understand that that's okay yeah, to dip in and out yes it's, it's very important. really important yes, yes. really important because yes. we go down a rabbit hole otherwise I know and get stuck yeah. anyway yeah, no, it's, it's important. <laughs> and there are some wonderful things in the world that we need to focus on as well so coming back to girls exercising yes right so Susie, do you want some statistics? I'd love some, st I love statistics. some statistics. I have been trawling. Uh, there's Who a doesn't love statistics? <laughs> <laughs> there's a study by researchers from the World Health Organization, which was published in 2019. I know it's a bit old now, but it's still relevant. Mm -hmm. They found that more than 80% of school-going adolescents around the world aged 11 to 17 did not meet current recommendations of at least one hour of moderate or vigorous physical activity per day. I can totally believe that. Totally believe that. Yep. And across almost 146 countries that they studied, between 2001 and 2016, girls were less active than boys, with an average of 35% of females being active compared to 57% of males. Also totally believe that. I have twin girl and boy, and they are now 15, almost 16. And they have to do like a, they do sport in school. And there are you know, half the amount of girls 
doing it with boys. Isn't that interesting? And there's a vibe around it that it's it doesn't really matter. Whereas the boys are more active, and of course, there's some boys that aren't interested in it, but it's absolutely uh, different for boys Isn't and girls. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yes. And physical kind of activity declined steadily from ninth grade to 12th grade for both genders. But 73% of countries in the study saw the gender gap widen mm-hmm. between 2001 and 2016. Right. And the co-author of the study, Dr. Leanne Riley, said more opportunities to meet the needs and interests of girls are needed to attract and sustain their participation. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay, so really from, interesting. Just from the basic stuff uh, and I there see was a, every day. No, quite. And yeah. there, there was a report by the University of Georgia published in Science Daily, which suggested uh, a supportive school environment mm. is linked to higher activity levels. Mm. Go figure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just think this is really interesting because... On that note, we were we were both in boot camp this morning, which you've been doing for years. We, go to, we went to boot camp. It was so no, much you, fun. You've been doing it for yeah. years and turning up and going, oh, I've just been to this. And then I eventually said, wait, Susie, what is this boot camp? And then you told me, you should have told me years ago. <laughs> anyway, it's fantastic. Exhausting. It, it's, it's exhausting. Brilliant. And I can't do half of it, but I try. <laughs> and turning up is the most important thing. So uh, but, but what was really interesting was there's this absolutely lovely lady there and we were, we just ended up talking about schools and she said, oh, my kids' school insists on every single person, it's a co-ed, every single school child has to do a, a team sport. It's non-negotiable. Mm. And, and that absolutely made me panic. <laughs> and it's all about me because I just feel like I'm letting my kids Is that down. why you couldn't do the push-ups? I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's just because I actually am not strong enough, but... <laughs> Kidding, she was doing fine. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, it's so funny, isn't it? Because even though she was, she was not trying to make me feel scared no, or upset, no, no. but I thought, oh my goodness. Yeah. And then and I that's started super having, unusual as well. Yeah, think, it's very unusual. And I started having a conversation with myself going, it's okay, but it do, do they need to do team sports? Mm-hmm. And then I remembered when I went for my very first job interview, when I finished university and the person who interviewed me said, do you know what's the most impressive thing on this CV? And I looked at him saying, uh, is it my two, my two one? And he said, <laughs> no, I'm not interested in that. He said, it's that you rode competitively in the first four for your university. Oh, wow. And I thought, oh, okay, mm-hmm. right. So yeah. obviously other people seem to think this is really, really important. Well, it's the discipline, isn't it? It's, mm. the, it's the team and the turning up. It's, yeah. It's all, it's like, you know, learning a musical instrument. It's discipline, practice, getting yes. stuff done. Yes. And the problem I have is that, so my, my older daughter loved sports, uh, played team sports, mm. hockey, netball, things like that. I would turn up to these things and we'll go into it later, but I don't really understand any of these sports because mm. I didn't do any mm. as a teenager uh, because my school didn't offer them. Mm. And I kind of didn't understand what to do. So I just stand on the side going, yay, go, mm. yay, and trying to be really enthusiastic, mm. but not really knowing what I should do. And I, and she's now given up these team sports because mm. she said, you know what, I'm not brilliant at them. Mm. And there are so many other kids that are brilliant at them who all get all the mm. accolades. And then if you're sort of in the third team, mm. you know, nobody actually trains you. They're not, they're all very mm. lackluster. And, but I think that's a real problem. Oh, it's such a shame because that means, you know, and I see it all the time, we're teaching kids 
to do sport and teams. And if you're good, then that's really worthy and worthwhile and a bit stressful as well because it's, there's a lot yes, of pressure. Because you need you to try and keep in the team. And but it's all with this ethos that, you know, you're going to be really amazing. You've got to win yes. rather than teaching our children how to exercise for life. And, and enjoy maybe it. enjoy doing a, a team sport for life. But because most of them get put off because it doesn't feel very fun. Yes. And exactly that, which I was going to mention later, but I will mention it now, which is my older bonus daughter's best friend when she went mm. to senior school got a sports scholarship. Mm. Within a year, she'd given up her sports. Yeah. And I said, why? And she said, because they've taken all the fun yeah. out of it. It's exactly all that. about you've got to be, you've got to win, you've got to win. Yeah. And she said, it's no, I don't enjoy it anymore. No, it's silly. And that's, that's I, I just see that as a school completely yeah. letting down. So I have twins. My son is is really sport. He loves sport. That's his favourite thing. Football is his, he loves it. But he loves, he's loved running. Well, he doesn't actually love running. That's not true. He's good at running. He <laughs> doesn't love it. <laughs> but football is the one he loves. Um, his twin sister is actually pretty sporty, but she doesn't really like it. She can't really be bothered. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> but she's doing, she's carrying on, which is unusual for her age group, I think, which is great. Mm. Um, and I just remember when they were younger, so before they were teenagers, but he'd come back from a, from a match or I'd go and I'd go and try and watch as many as I could. Um, and he'd be like, he'd be really into it. And it'd be, you know, the ins and outs of the whole match, which I didn't really understand, but I just kind of make sure I was watching at the right moment. And, um, and then my daughter would come back and I'd go, well, how was it? And she'd go, Oh, it was really fun. I, I made a new friend. Um, <laughs> and yeah, her name is Sasa Sasa Sasa. And we got juice and a biscuit afterwards. <laughs> and then I'd right. go, uh, you know, five minutes later, did, did you win? What was the score? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> That's she had fun. Yes, <laughs> I mean he did too, but yeah, it's very different, very different approach. Yeah. I love that. It's yeah. very interesting. Reflect. Yeah. I love that you've got two yeah, different. Yeah. And that's not there. a boy-girl thing. Mm. That's just no, their particular just... interest. And so let's talk about the health background. You know, how does this? Why do we care? Um, and in terms of just the, the studies that I've seen, I'm just going to just chuck the, all yeah. the details in. So obviously we have an obesity epidemic mm -hmm. in most of the Western world. Uh, it improves physical and mental health. Mm -hmm. uh, it, build, it builds endurance, bone and muscle strength, aerobic fitness. It helps maintain a healthy weight and improve sleep. Exercise helps teens' mental health as well. It releases stress-busting endorphins and lowers the body's production of stress hormones. It improves thinking and memory skills. It reduces the risk of depression, helps teens feel more energetic and positive. I mean, we know, I, you, mm. you know, this morning that the, one mm. of the ladies said, oh, I just didn't want to come. It was yeah. really rainy. And, and now I feel amazing. Yeah, exactly. We all know that that actually, if you go in and you, you get so through important. these things, it feels great. And um, one study said that adolescents with high levels of physical activity perform better in school over yeah. two years. So if that's your thing, well, you know, there's also that. Yeah. I mean, my my eldest had really bad back problems for ages um, for various reasons. And it's fine now. Um, but one of the people we went to see, it was a he was a pediatric rheumatologist. We went everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Mm. But this guy really knew what he was talking about. And his and the reason I'm bringing it up now is his. He is really appalled and it's his mission to change this. Uh, good luck to him. I think he's amazing. Um, that he f feels that most kids do not have basic strength, even yes. the kids that do loads of sport. Interesting. And he notices this and that's why kids are having back problems and all the different problems that they didn't used to have. And he says, we, you know, we don't, we don't let them climb trees anymore. We don't let them and they're, you know, they're not walking over, they're not mucking around in the street. They're, you know, we're driving them everywhere. We're going, oh, careful, come down from the tree, you'll break your neck. Um, you know, they're not doing those basic things anymore. And, you know, there's pluses and minuses to that. 
we have, you know, we've changed, our society has changed, but he is seeing the effects of that. And he's really seeing it, you know, in, wow. with back problems. And even in, with elite young sports people, he said they don't have the basic strength always, even though they're training massively, they don't have that, that, that basic strength. It's, and he's, you know, there's loads of science behind it. I can't um, bring that up. Or I, I can't remember it now. Um, but it was, it was kind of shocking fascinating yeah yes that core that you get from all this yeah it's the core but it's, it's just all you know just hanging from a tree mm. you know just basic stuff yeah. climbing around you know, you know climbing on your siblings <laughs> we, all of that and so why why is this happening well there is screen time mm-hmm. uh you know our days are limited yes. and it, according to the latest statistics from common sense media and ofcom now these are organizations in the uk that mm. teen screen time um the average is seven hours and 22 minutes a day. Blimey. And that's an average. So, I mean, there was a, a, in UK, there was a campaign last year by the England women's football team who said every girl in the nation should be offered the opportunity to play football at school mm-hmm. and the government should ensure all girls can access a minimum of two hours of phys ed a week. Uh, the UK government has announced that it's going to do this and provide equal access. But the magazine Schools says the requirement, first of all, it's not going to be statutory. Mm-hmm. So it's not a legal requirement. And also school leaders warned that school timetables are already crammed with a multitude of expectations. Yeah. We and, don't prioritise it. And there's not enough funding. No. Um, and it's very or hard space to put on. Yes, absolutely. I mean, they, you know, when, when I was in London, when my kids were first born, I looked around some of the schools and they have literally a pocket handkerchief yeah. size, uh, you know, and some of them, the, the, the playground is on the very top of the building mm. with all the cars going around. Yeah. And you, and I, I nearly cried because mm. I grew up in Africa with so much space. Yeah. And I just thought, how, how is this okay for our kids? Yeah. They and it's not realistic space. to do sports yes. in those in those facilities. Yeah, so it's just not realistic. Facilities. Exactly, exactly. So you know, this kind of yeah. there's an ideal, yeah. and then and you know, all the people who've got money, you can send their kids to the schools where yeah. they can do this. Yeah. That's fantastic, yes, but, but it's can't. not exactly. Yeah, and it's also not prioritised. It's a bit like the arts, and you know, the creative yes, subjects. Agree. It's, it's they're very secondary or tertiary. Even you know, it's they're not important, but they're really important from all the facts you've just. Yes said yeah so why is it such a big thing for me Ah. well uh my uncle actually ran for england Mm -hmm. so he and he so he obviously had he was driven i have the physiology that would make me good at this Mm. um but i didn't he wasn't around when i was a teenager and i grew up in a family who were completely sedentary nobody Nobody exercised mm. at all. Nobody did any sports. No one talked about mm. it. We did go on hikes and have picnics when we were in Africa, mm-hmm. but that was it. And they used to call me the mountain goat because I'd be off yeah. up, you know. And in the teen years, I my school had a field and that was it. And mm. we didn't, I didn't play netball. I didn't play hockey. I didn't do none of these things. No. And or tennis or any. So I, what happens is if you come from that sort of environment, it feels really alien mm. the, the the sporting thing i ran because we had a cross country yeah <laughs> cross country so we're a good runner you need shoes for that don't you <laughs> you need shoes and and but because i wasn't close to my uncle i didn't have anybody in my sort of group that did this i had a friend who played tennis but that was because her parents took it to tennis courts that were in the place the town she lived in that wasn't my experience yeah. so you know, yes, as a parent, you can do that. And yeah. the the other experience for me was we did have a trampoline and I was good at it. Mm. And they said, would you like to, you know, tra- trampoline? Mm. Yes. But most of the time, because it's a big class, you're marking who people. Mm. So you get five minutes and that's mm. it. Um, and then when they did a display, 
I'm looking at this thinking, I do not want to be a teenage girl jumping up and down no. with everyone standing at, um, underneath looking at my crotch. And but again, it's that idea, I, you're good at it, so you get to do it. Yes. How about we yes. all do it? How about we all do it? But <laughs> you see, there's, there's, a, there's a general problem because mm. if the facilities aren't there or, yeah. you know, the, 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 the class sizes are too big. And we were in a girls' school, but there was a boys' school literally next door to mm. us that shared the field mm. and there was an invisible da- line down mm. the field. And when we would go, and run mm. the boys would be shouting it's the milkshake oh my god and it was just the, the whole <laughs> thing was excruciating hideous. it was yeah. excruciating yeah. so my, the reason i'm saying this and, and you know even if you went to the local swimming pool yeah. you suddenly became excruciatingly conscious of your body in a yeah. swimsuit i was wearing swimsuits so yeah. you still people are all staring at yeah. you and it's yeah. very so I, I guess i wanted to say this because i think that we need to understand the experience for girls. And you do you remember the the um the beach volleyball team who actually said, right, we don't want to wear these clothes yes. anymore. And they're these tiny skimpy knickers. Right. And that was quite a big deal. Wasn't yes. It? And and everyone's going, no, but we like seeing you in them. Oh, God. <laughs> Hideous. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's becoming clear as we're talking, you know, there's sport and there's exercise. Uh-huh. They're not necessarily the same thing, yes. are they? There's, there's team sport, which is obviously great for so many different things. And for some people, that's so much fun. Um, and then there's exercise, there's keeping healthy in your own body. But we all know, and we've talked about loads of times, you know, teens want to do stuff with their mates. Correct. So if yes. their mates, you know, if their mates are sporty and they're, you know, they want to kick about a ball around at break time, then they'll do that too. If if their mates aren't interested in it, they're not going to go. No. no. <laughs> and I think that's I think that's what happens for a lot of girls that they a lot of them drop out. Yes. And then you know if your mates aren't going, then it's just not interesting. It's not fun, and spot you have on. to be really into it to go without your mates. Which I think happens, that's hundred percent spot it's, on. It's, it's abnormal. Yeah, and it feels it feels very exposed. You know, yeah. my younger daughter said, "Oh, I want to go and do this," but she's going on her own. It's no fun. Yeah, no, it's much more fun with your mates. Yes. You have to be super into it to do it on your own. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about how you motivate a teen to exercise. Um, I think this, we start with well, why aren't they? Try mm. and understand. Yeah. So it's worth actually trying to unpack it because it might be the things like feeling uncomfortable about the sorts of clothes that they're wearing or, you know, the environment that they're having to exercise Mm. in and being made to feel embarrassed by other people. Perhaps they had a bad experience. Mm. I've, you know, if you've got children who are dyspraxic, this is not, it's really really challenging. But again, it's within the, within the context of being good or not good at it, but we can't really change that, but we can, we can instill that in our own kids, but Mm. that's, they're up against quite a lot there and I think for maybe more for boys I don't know I'm sure it happens with girls but I've experienced anyway with boys there are lots of very enthusiastic dads and it's amazing I mean I love it but they you know they take their boys out and they kick a ball around from when they're you know from when they can walk <laughs> yes and and it's really well intentioned and really fun but it means that you know, a lot of boys uh, get advanced very quickly if their dads are into it and all of that. And then it becomes really competitive because there are also quite a lot of dads who yes. are very competitive with it. <laughs> Not all oh, of them. Oh, there are mothers too. And mothers, oh, yeah. I've I, met I, know, them. I know it goes both ways. <laughs> but I experienced that, you know, my, we, we moved here when uh, my eldest was six and he hadn't really been doing football. And, and I, you know, I, I can't play football. And I had three very small children. So, 
training so hard. Training football in the garden was not a priority. Mm-hmm. No, quite. <laughs> so he wasn't, you know, he wasn't one of the best. Um, and that's, you know, at the age of six. Yes. Outrageous. Yes. And and that was, <laughs> and so there's a there's a book called Bounce. Have you read it by Matthew no. Syed? Really interesting. And he talks about how the Canadian hockey team, he yeah. was just watching them, the ice hockey team, yeah. and his wife said, Hey, that's really interesting. Do you see all the guys are born either January or February? Mm. And he said, "What? That that doesn't sound right." And he's just and when he looked at it, he said they were. Yeah. But in Canada, that's when you start school. Yeah. So you know these kids, they're advanced, and yeah. then what happens is it just kind of carries them along. Yeah. If their parents have a, you know, so yes, if you want to be a competitive parent, yeah. get your kids doing it really early with the family. Yeah. So we have to be doing this, or have to be doing it, or but if you're not doing it, then then it's really it's really hard for the kids. Exactly. But you can't. It, it's possible, and and you know, explaining that you know, yeah, it's hard. It's hard yeah. in the six, but the idea that you can already be behind at the age of six oh, is just painful. Or if you haven't started ballet quick enough, you know, that everyone's better than you. I mean, it's just horrible. I hate it. And just keep reminding them that it's it's not talent. I mean, mm. there obviously is such a thing as talent, but most of it is time spent. Um, and just keep keep go, chugging at it. Um, yes. it's, it's a kind of, I feel it's a shame that we have to do that. Yeah. But we, we are in that situation and yeah. just keep reminding them that it's not not the end of the world <laughs> no so we can model healthy exercise behaviors like um talking ourselves about yeah. oh i just went to boost uh, boost my boot camp and it yeah. was brilliant i feel so much better yeah. plan active um holidays yeah. schedule regular walks as a family we go yeah. and walk the dogs yeah. at the or maybe you know try new sports yourself and, and show yes. them that you're a beginner and that's Absolutely. okay to do I it that. i did that with tennis i was yes. terrible were you <laughs> hey let's play I, I played oh really bad I played with my my youngest boy and and it was really fun and then he he went mum could do you think you could have a couple of lessons because <laughs> it would be a lot more fun I've had exactly so I did the same I did oh well, I think we should play yeah, well, yeah okay. let's play okay, okay right <laughs> we'll finally just end up blending um <laughs> so so the modeling healthy behavior mm. um and also finding the fun yes and so one of the reasons I love boost fit which I've mentioned on my social media and I've mentioned on this before which is an exercise class I go to on a Saturday is because it's massive fun it's mm. like going to a party on a Saturday morning 9 30 to 10 30 mm. really high octane but she set out her stall as being an a judgment-free, mm. pressure-free class. Amazing. And it's all about having fun. So she's always like, you go this way, I go that way, doesn't mm. matter. you know. And she shows the different levels you can work at and it's full. Mm. And it's full of people of different ages, different sizes. My girls both love it because mm. they don't feel judged. Sounds amazing. That just reminds me actually at the end of term when the kids, maybe when they're a bit younger, actually not, not now, but when they were younger, um, early teens, maybe tweens. Um, at the end of term, the you know the games teachers would go right. We're just going to play dodgeball. We're going to have fun today. And those were the they were the best lessons. They talk about them because nobody could play. You know, everyone was a beginner at these particular fun games, and it was just fun. Yes. Um, rather than we are going to now do football it's the earnest yeah, side you're in the I a's think, and you're in the b's and you're in the c's you know exactly and not everyone's com- competitive no. and actually it can make them feel uncomfortable and like yeah. they don't want to do it because yeah. it feels like they've, they're supposed to be good at it and yeah. they're not going to be good at and it I, then I, why do it yeah and i think kids stop the minute they, they don't feel that they're good at it unless they've got somebody there nudging them along if it doesn't feel good what you know then they stop 
Absolutely. So, you know, we can put on music at home mm. and dance around the mm. kitchen, which I used to do a mm. lot. Um, try rollerblading, mm. any other, any of the other things that might, if we go out and look for stuff, mm. I found a park nearby recently that where they have um, open water swimming. Mm. And my girls went, oh, I'd, I'd try that. Mm, and amazing. I've also recently found jujitsu. And my girls absolutely love it. Brilliant. Love, love, love yeah. it because you can grapple and girls aren't given that opportunity yes. at school. Yeah, that's so true. Um, so, you know, that's a very different thing for yeah. them. A really interesting one that my friend mentioned was, you know, sometimes don't tell them. So, for example, she said, oh, I've had this big fight with my boys trying to get them out because we're mm. going to go for a hike and mm. they don't want to go. And then when they got there, they loved it. Yeah. And, Classic. you know, one of my friends said, just don't, just just go, mm. right, we're going out. And mm. when they say where, just go, I don't know, let's go and see. What's, let's go and see the seaside. Mm. And then when you get there, go, oh, my gosh, let's walk all, all the way over to those, <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's go and see if we can. Yeah. And just make it into something fun rather yeah. than really earnest. Actually, because I know with my daughter, if she comes out hiking with yeah. us and, We've got quite a competitive family who are quite fit. She doesn't like it because no, it's it, everyone's going good. too fast, and they. So actually, if I make it about, hey, let's just go and have fun, take yeah. photos of flowers, and yeah. see the waterfall, yeah, much more She'll interested. You, yeah, yes. yeah. I was thinking about you know the getting them out in that way that that kind of works when they're younger, doesn't it? I'm not sure. And they're older. Does that still? I don't work? know. <laughs> it does I with me. To, used to bribe mine with a hot chocolate. Bribery is great. Yeah. You can still do that still do that and I do think that actually tr teaching them how to incorporate things in their every day so I realized when I was a teenager that I was getting out of shape and mm. I was putting on weight I went on a bus it was mm. 10 miles from my home and it went around the town and then ended up at mm. my school so I found out if I got off right as soon as it got into mm. the town I could walk to my school in in, in about the same time, Brilliant. but I get exercise. Brilliant. Walk up the stairs. Well, you know, just to throw things genius. into the day. And I think that's right. really important, isn't it, for, mm. for all of us? But we can, I think that's a great idea for teenagers because we are very sedentary and we're more yes. sedentary than we used to be. So incorporating every day, always take the stairs or, yeah, you know, get off the bus to stop early. I think it's brilliant. Yes. I think they call it micro exercise yes. moments, isn't it? And putting them into practice. So putting those, all those things yeah. in gardening, all the chores, yeah. everything, these yeah. things are still active, but yeah. it's, it's actually just not sitting down time and make that screen yeah. time count. Just say, you spent this much time on your screens. You need to actually yeah. counteract that with some exercise, something. Yeah. When I was, when my elder, just had uh, really bad back issues he was quite stubborn about <laughs> whether he should do exercise or is it all the things he was told to do so I got some very cheap equipment and just sort of left it around the kitchen um you know like an elastic thingy or a skipping rope or and I got one of those screw in the, the door frame you know Love swinging it. Yes. Remember, they're called. Oh, we still got fun. it and and you know it's, it's just too tempting to not do it as you're walking yes. past and so I was like yes that's like really good doing one. I it like that. yeah and like a, a wobble board things like that it's it's too tempting not to try it as you walk yes. past yes just yeah. sticking it in sticking in the path in, yeah. yeah also like you said earlier making it social really yeah. does make a difference yeah. so actually getting together maybe a couple of their friends and saying right i've seen this activity let's all go together yeah. and and cheering them cheering them on watching sports together yes. so i think what actually happens is a lot of boys grow up watching sports yeah. and they're only now starting to air a lot of female sports yes that's so true and talking about them on yes. the TV or talking about, about yeah. talking about them on the radio, this makes a difference. Yeah, the girls' football team or the women's football team has made a huge difference with girls' huge football. Difference. Huge, yes, it's amazing. So it's just you know you need you need to make it so that this is something girls do, yeah. and that like girls can enjoy. Yeah, pressure free. And it's a life skill. It's yes. not whether you get into the A's or B's tomorrow. It's a it's a life thing. 
Yes. And and notice, compliment them when they're doing well yeah. and they're enjoying it because yeah. everyone everyone yeah. flourishes when yeah. they're noticed for doing these things we do have to be careful at the other end though i think um and that's this is just a, like a tiny little awareness thing of of um you know i've seen it with with people around me um you know just keeping an eye on people who are maybe exercising too much um very good point turning into really important an point. obsession or a sort of eating disorder because run i think running is a is a classic, a classic one for that yes um and it looks really healthy it looks really amazing but just being an, having an awareness that it can become too much and it's, and it's never the running that's the problem. It's it's a symptom of, of something else, but just keeping an eye on it. I think that's absolutely spot on. And we talked about that in the bigorexia yeah. episode yeah. with boys as well. It's yeah. just watching, you know, when does it tip over yeah. into, because it, you, you encourage it and you say, oh, yeah. this is great. You're healthy. Great. You're yeah. exercising. Yeah. When does it become something yeah. that actually isn't healthy yeah. because it's obsessive and it's yeah. actually damaging them? We want to do sport to be fit, to be strong, to be healthy, not to lose weight. So just to finish off, Nicola did message me and she said, hey, good news. We've joined Parkrun. Ah, Parkrun's brilliant. And she's enjoying it. Yes. What a great, now I don't know how many countries around the world this exists in, but what a great Mm. thing to do. And I know more and more people who do Parkruns and it's one of those things where it's not about the competition, although that spurs people on. But it's very, (laughs) well, there is competition obviously right at the top end, but it's a very welcoming community. You can walk around it. You can walk around Mm. it and what a great idea. It's fabulous. So yeah, I think that's a, wow, Nicola, well done for you. Yeah. What a great tip. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, so if nothing else, just yeah, turn up. To, yeah. My husband's running a half marathon on Sunday and Ooh. I'm excited about going just to get the yeah, atmosphere. it's really fun. I mean, yeah. I'm just holding the sponge. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> Very important job. <laughs> and one thing I did want to mention that we haven't talked about is is your your own kid is like, they respond really differently, don't they, to, yeah. to things and, and just bearing that in mind as well. Um, my child who had the back issues, um, sort of refused to do the maintenance afterwards, which was was quite frustrating. He's very stubborn. I would say this to his face, <laughs> and I actually texted him earlier to see did he have any ideas, any tips, because it was, was quite relevant. Because he now works out totally voluntarily, wants to do it, and he's doing some martial arts and he does football for fun. Um, so I was like, well, you know, how did that happen? And, and um, it was one of those classics where you know I was trying to get him to do it, and he was going no, 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 and I backed off, and then well, it took a, quite a few months, and suddenly I heard him telling people how great it was to work out and how much better we felt and I was going wow you don't say (laughs) but you know whatever it takes (laughs) but you gave him the permission to find it for himself by backing off yeah yeah. I love that he was supposed to be doing it it was it was medical so it was a bit different but you know he's he's got the personality that he needed to 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 take ownership of himself himself. um my other kids are different you know one of them needs a bit of a nudge and one of them you know needs to be told okay you don't need to go to five practices this week i think you're tired you need to to not (laughs) (laughs) need to also rest so you just kind of judging your judging your kids spot on yeah, yeah, they're all going to be different. Yeah. So a special thanks to Nicola for raising this excellent topic. I think it's a really yeah. good one, don't you? Yes. And I actually think it's one of the episodes that you can get your kids to listen to if they can be bothered to ugh, wade through this very yeah. long, long, <laughs> long chat about yeah. it. But um, if you it's, have... Yeah, it's interesting as well that it was triggering for you to hear that this morning. Um and um, because it is a, it is quite a, a tricky one, isn't it, to get the balance right? Yes, because I feel I always, and I have yeah. said to my girls, 
I feel really guilty because I feel like I didn't get you doing team sports young enough. Like yeah. I should have taken you to the tennis yeah. courts. I should have done this yeah. and I should have got you going. And they said, no, mommy, thank you. Oh, thank you. We, we, we don't feel like we missed out at all. And Great. we would have been really irritated if, yeah. if you'd, I mean, my daughter was given a space on the swimming team and she, she said she didn't want to do she it. Did. So I just said, fine. Okay. Perfect. Um, so I, I just, th- but I still am plagued because I think. Parent guilt. Yeah. Parent guilt. <laughs> Stop it, Rachel. <laughs> As long as, as long as they're healthy and they're fit, yes. and they're, that's really what that's matters. That's the thing, isn't it? That's the thing. And that's the worry, isn't it? If they're not doing anything. And it's the social side of it as well. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, anyway. If you have any feedback, you can reach us at teenagersuntangled at gmail.com. Hit the follow button on your app. Give us some stars, even leave a review. You can find more on the website, www.teenagersuntangled.com. You can also find us on all social media. Susie has her very own website. You've also been doing some really good work with Google and HSBC. Uh, yeah. Lots of stuff very about exciting. mindfulness. Yeah. Yes, yeah, good stuff. Good. So, and she talks about that in some of her, her stuff on her website. So yeah. have a look at that. If you actually want to talk to her, you can reach her there. You can book a free chat with me if you if you so wish. Yes, tell <laughs> us what the uh, website is. It is www.amindful-life.co.uk. Fantastic. You can find the, the, the link in the podcast yes. notes. Uh, that's it for now. Goodbye for now. <laughs>